Welcome to the RR Podcast. We bring you the latest in Toku news, in-depth discussions, and everything else that you could ask for, all with a healthy dose of insanity. So here are your hosts, Shugwin Shinobi, Dawson Rider, Jediimon, and Aerosol. Riders, Rangers, and Rambles, Season 5. Ready? Go! Hello and welcome to our Season 5, Episode 9. Brothers in Melon Arms. Get it? It's like Brothers in Arms, but with melons. You have the worst titles. I like it, because they were fighting. <laughs> That's all I have. I'm, I'm just surprised that I could remember it was 9, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> you like you threw me off because you hesitated and like it made me doubt myself and I'm like fuck what's the title like I forgot it for a second in all fairness uh, you should doubt yourself with a title like that you should doubt yourself and then you slit your own wrists you should die yourself you should slit your own wrists right now on air let's do it I like the term no one will be able to see it you're gonna change colors yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally <laughs> I'm going to dye myself blue. Kill yourself, Brad. I'm going to look like Paul Giamatti in Big Fat Liar. <laughs> That's what I'm cosplaying at is Morphicon. Don't tell anyone. I mean, I'm going to be the only Paul Giamatti at Morphicon. <laughs> <laughs> we reference just the worst movies. Big <laughs> <laughs> Fat Liar is a pretty awful movie. Uh Alright, so, um, one-ups. One-zs. I got the Udo-Breaker and the Apple Changer. Oh, I don't care. Those are neat. Fed Gary. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Went down to the crab flips and burgers. (laughs) In the last uh, Amiami box, I did get a Nendoroid Luigi. He was pretty adorbs. Um, Adorbs. But that's really about it. I thought I'd ordered set 8, and it turns out I didn't. But now I did. So, I have it. I just don't have it. Whoa, there, watch it. Um, I just don't have it yet. So, um, I wish I lived a more exciting life. You don't. But, um, Nationals was this past weekend... Uh, and I did a ramble about it, so go listen to that. But um, it was really fun, and I'll leave it at uh, leave it at that. So go watch the ramble because views and money and stuff. One ups are now just a trailer for his <laughs> channel. If you want to find out what I got this week, check out Shuku and Shinobi. Flickr.com slash photo slash Shuker That Shinobi. was a thing for a while. <laughs> that forever burned in my brain. Flickr.com slash Shukun Shinobi slash photos. It was slash photo slash Shukun Shinobi, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, yes, you. it was. It was photo, yeah, See? It was slash photo Boom. slash Shukun Shinobi. Y'all know my end spiel more than I do. <laughs> we had to listen to it. <laughs> uh, we even said it at the end of calls. No, I'm just kidding. 
Well, I guess I'll talk to you guys later. Don't forget to check out Flickr.com. Every time he'd end a call, it was really weird for years. He would just, like, tell us to comment and subscribe. Like, what the fuck? I hope there's someone that does that. It would be magical. So to check out his blog and his Flickr. Every night for weeks. It was creepy. Such is life. Dawson's turn. I was just seeing how long the silence could go. Apparently not very long. Okay, let's see. What have I been doing? Well, I finished MMPR. Um... I'm surprised it's done. Like, I'm shocked because it's so many episodes. Like, when you go to Netflix, it's like 150 episodes. Like, oh my god. But I finished it. And I'm on to Zio now. I'm also still watching Supernatural. And, Where are you at there? Um, close to the end of season two, I think. Oh, 16, damn. 17. I don't know. But I'm um, still watching oh, that. Fuck me. Um, I managed to recover the majority of my AmiAmi order that they canceled. Um, I got the orange stuff from Mandrake and they restocked Lockseed set 8 or the you know Candy Choi one so I just put it with my Zangetsu so the only thing I'm missing is Chalice so if AmiAmi doesn't stock it in the next month I'll just order it from Amazon because um, it's the same price on Amazon as it is for CS Toys except for it's free shipping so I'm like okay I'm doing this so I pretty much saved that order um, other than that I can't think of anything I bought Nope, can't think of anything. You brought a penis. No, that was last week. Oh, yeah. No, wait. Week before. All right. Okay. That's it. My, my turn? Mm-hmm. Well, um, the biggest news is that my AC04 set is finally here. Thanks, so, Sonda. Yeah. <laughs> That's been like a feat in the making. <laughs> like, so I finally got that. I feel very accomplished. Um... My uh, Apple Changer and Udo Breaker are on the way, um, as well as the Gokai and Gosei Russia and Candy Toy Lockseed 8. Those are coming from Mr. S. Apple Changer and Udo Breaker coming from AmiAmi. And I just got the AC Kiwami from AmiAmi this morning. So I still got to pay for that. I'll probably wait a few days to pay for that just because. Um, let's see what else. Um, to dial. So tonight we went to Toys R Us, and uh, I did what I always do. I go straight to toys. the. I do idea. I went straight to the action figure section, walked around, checked out things, and then I went to the Turtles and Power Rangers aisle. I went to that last, and uh, I go down to the Turtles. First two figures I see right on the front, Slash and Neutralizer. I immediately just grab both, walk myself back down to the Power Ranger stuff. And uh, I'm checking out the, the Ranger key selection. And uh, this, uh, I don't know how old he was, I guess we'll say 10-ish year old uh, black child. He was wearing a Buffalo Wild Wings crown. I'm not <laughs> sure why that was important, but I want to set the image. Very walks important. The, uh, he walks onto the aisle, and he starts muttering to himself while searching the rack. Look, he's, you know, like, come on, Slash, where's Slash? 
and I look down in my hand. <laughs> I look up at him. I turn the figures away from where you can see, and I slowly <laughs> move the other direction. Uh-huh. And so then his dad joins him on the aisle, <laughs> and I'm I'm continuing, you know, look at the Power Ranger stuff or whatever because they had, they had Legacy Dragon Swords, and I was just looking at everything, trying to decide if I wanted to buy anything. Fitness Year 2014, yeah, yeah. And he he couldn't. Apparently, I had the only slash on the fuck. Like the shelf was full, but I had the only fucking slash. And he just goes, "There's one over there." It just had like. Yeah, but he's buying that one. <laughs> and then you the said, child, yeah. <laughs> I think the child wanted to rob me. I don't know. Slash year 2014. Like, I was concerned, but also laughing hysterically to myself. At least because, it wasn't one of those dads that's like, dude, come on, give it to my kid. <laughs> I hate well, that happened to me one time. Well, it helped that, like, a couple of minutes later, like, Kaylee ran onto the aisle. Like, Daddy! Because she was over by the fucking frozen shit. So, <laughs> it's like, see, look, I have a three-year-old now, now I'm here. just picturing a frozen food aisle in the middle of Toys R Us. Oh, God. <laughs> They're trying to expand. They're not doing so well. <laughs> it's it's like kind of like how when Walmart drink. became a grocery store. And then uh, then they started making stores that are only grocery stores. So What's the Brian, point? It's Brian's dream. I can, I can get toys and then walk six feet and get ice cream. Yay. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, I was, I was laughing. He got, he, he was so sad, like, walked past me. I think he really think he wanted to rob me. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I was all excited. <laughs> I really wanted to laugh at him, but I couldn't because there was adults around. <laughs> you should have just started taking selfies with it, like, right in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucked up. <laughs> Or just hand in the camera. Can you take a picture of me with this slash figure? Uh, yeah. Like, it was, it was really funny, though. I enjoyed uh, the fact that I got one, so that's cool. Uh, so I'm caught up on that. Uh, totally just stole a toy from a kid. Like, two minutes, like, literally, like... Giggling. Well, because it was funny, because it was, like, two minutes after I took him took Slash off the shelf. This kid comes running around. I need a Slash. I'm like, oh, fuck you, kid. <laughs> I got one. Still. Uh, but I don't I don't think I did anything else worthwhile except that. Uh, I beat Yoshi's Island. Uh, Poor Yoshi. That little bitch got out of line, so I was like, know your place, dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I beat Yoshi and his island. Um, that was a fun game. Uh, I didn't think the final battle was ever going to end. I was really pissed off at it. Tic-tac-toe. All right. Okay, so you know it's a fun game. I was like, tic-tac-toe. The final battle no. never ends with that game. All right. It's a never-ending struggle. Uh, but yeah, I, I forgot that's... to mention this last week, but I bought Shovel Knight, and it's amazing. Stop talking about it. <laughs> I heard him. that was really good. It is Shovel really good. Night. Together really good. we can't dig the dirt. Let's dig. There's sex with your mom. I saw that. I believe there's like an in-game code that you can put in that re- replaces all like really important or commonly used words with the word "butt." <laughs> <laughs> so of course, like the opening cinematic talk talks about 
shovel butt and butt butt <laughs> or the other way around <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I need to look into this that's amazing right, so Ryan needs I, to research his butt thing <laughs> I'm going to pass this to aerosol and I pass god damn you aerosol <laughs> he can't catch it one of his hands isn't working that's not how it works but now I'm just picturing that we have a share stick when we do ramble time. <laughs> no, no one else. What? You know what a share, share stick, stick is? I I don't want to like, share my what? stick. It's from it's from <laughs> Quiet Place or Happy just Time. What do they call it in Orange Is the New Black? Uh, I, I don't have a share play? stick. Yeah, there it is. Boom. I I don't share my stick with a lot of people, but you get that's how you get diseases. It's like circle time with a stick. Circle jerk. Yeah, circle time. It's the innocent <laughs> version. What are y'all doing, Colorado? Circle time. We have it all the time in class. First, he's ta- last week. He talks about take and bake, some kind of weed thing. I think I don't know. Well, that it's, never happened. Well, it's Colorado. Awesome. Okay. Um, awesome concerns me. Right now. So. Don't call me a hoe. <laughs> right ho. Um, news. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good so, way to start it with yeah. We, we, got, uh, we finally exclusive got exclusive JDF keys. Our, his wife and daughter. Comic Con. See, <laughs> I <laughs> I had to retweet that because it was it it feels like something that he would actually try to get to happen. <laughs> Like, here's all my Ranger forms, and me, and my big boo wife, and my kid that no one cares about. And Constantine. <laughs> Constantine. Constantine, Constantine Ranger Key, no joke, would be the greatest Ranger Key of all time. I would smash all my other Ranger Keys and burn them to get a Constantine Ranger Key. The fuck's a Constantine? Exactly. <laughs> He's getting his own show, and they're taking a dark turn with it. But I think it's a, it's a, they, they keep not advertising that Constantine is a spinoff of My Morphin Life. What's wrong with that? It got on TV before My Morphin Life did. The, the JDF Big Boob Wife key only flips up halfway. <laughs> I heard it. I heard it went down. Oh. oh. Touche. It's a slutty ranger key. <laughs> Only on this podcast would you ever hear the phrase slutty ranger king. <laughs> True story. Uh, so the actual Anyway, uh, the actual exclusive exclusive. Someone's reporting that to him right now. Mm-hmm. Um and they're all somehow mighty Morvin related cuz yeah. Uh so starting with the one that's actually not too horrible. Uh, we got a limited edition Ranger Key set, which, of course, is the seven Mighty Morphin Rangers, but it's metallic or something. And, and you need extra protection. Rangers, you need extra protection. So wear this condom. I mean, metallic <laughs> armor. <laughs> uh, so we got metallic armor Ranger Keys featuring the Green Ranger as well because he needs Tommy. to be there. Yeah. Because Tommy. It's, you saw my tweet. Um, so th- those are a thing. That's uh, it's only thirty dollars, so that's not really bad at all. Um, so that's a thing. Uh, for 
25 or 15 or something. Uh, you've got the Tokyo vinyl for the Green Ranger, which is stupid. That's uh, the only one I would want. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like the Tokyo vinyls, but I'm just so over all this MMPR shit that I don't care. Like, I'm pretty much over the Green Ranger. He's pretty pathetic. <laughs> if, if it was white, I might think about it. But with with it being green, I don't really care. They're, I feel they're more or less just doing these because they have them. Because they were supposed to be part of the, excuse me, the main Megaforce line, and they weren't released because the Tokyo vinyls got canned. Yeah, because they showed, you know, Red was in like a New York Comic Con exclusive or something, or uh, some Red kind was, of exclusive. Uh, San Diego Comic Con last year. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. But green. yeah, so because they showed them. So the the original Megazord's probably going to be next year. <laughs> probably. No, next <laughs> year is... I told you, next year is going to be, like, lock of JDF's hair. Vile of his semen. <laughs> That's Bandai one too far. <laughs> uh, and so the big, expensive legacy exclusive that people are going to flock over, even though it's really stupid, is a legacy Dragon Dagger that is basically... Outside of, like, the green on the blade, the entire thing is gold. Like, like the entire I goddamn love gold. thing. Um, but to set it apart from the normal one, besides being butt-fucking-ugly, <laughs> you... <laughs> Whoa. It, it comes That's with a, a holster <laughs> and a really pretty box. Like, seriously, I, think I just that... want the box. I agree with you that it would have been cooler if it was, like, the red version, or I saw this guy uh, on Facebook Rangers do this really cool custom where it was, like, a White Ranger one. That would have been cool. Mm. I'd be all over that. It was, like, the Dragon Dagger with the White Ranger coin on it, and it was white and gold. It was really cool. Um, That would be cool. I want... Does this... I know it says it plays sounds, but it would be neat if it at least played different sounds, like, maybe played the Green Ranger theme or something to make it different. Yeah, I I don't know. highly doubt it, but... But, um... Yeah. The thing about these is I'm happy with them because it's nothing that I'm upset over not getting. Right. Like, like last year, I was pretty sure we were going to get a retail release of the Gold Ranger one. And I, if we didn't, I was going to be annoyed. I wasn't ready to slip my wrists and do ritual sacrifices like people were doing last year. <laughs> but this... I don't understand people. They were so upset last year when it was stuff they really wanted. And then when it's stuff they don't want, it's like, what the hell? I want stuff that I'm willing to kill myself over. <laughs> How am I not supposed to get through this July without being suicidal? Damn it! <laughs> and it's like, be happy. You don't know how many fans were sacrificed for, for those for the Morphers last I think year. We need to sacrifice a little more, honestly. Well, Dawson's right I'm there. I'm kind of surprised that there wasn't at least one Super Mega Force thing. Like, I kind of expect from here on out there always to be at least one MMPR thing because they have to get the casuals as well. Um, but I was surprised there's not at least one thing from the current series. Like I expect the, at least that. The, the gold morpher with the Morphin Madness winners was, like, such a obvious thing to do that it's surprising that it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Unless there's, like, saving that for Morphicon, maybe, but... That'd be nice. <laughs> They keep doing evil grins and they're pissing me off. God damn it! I know you know. Just tell us, tell us, tell us. <laughs> <laughs> How you get your hair so flossy? Whoever does those evil grins is gonna get my dick shoved down their throat till they tell us. Well, 
How are they going to do that? Well, shove down your. Uh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Pen and Get paper. What he was trying to say, and I agree. Pen and paper. They could write it out. <laughs> oh, okay. Don't lie to me. <laughs> Don't lie to me, aerosol. But I still feel like it'd be difficult to be honest. <laughs> You don't know. Uh, I agree with Dawson in the fact that, like the the, the people who were flipping out last year, going, "Oh, this is why do they make this an exclusive?" Oh my god! And I so agree with the B writers. Exclusive things that like aren't detrimental, <laughs> and people are flipping shit because it's not cool enough. Like I, Bandai I, I made crap exclusive. <laughs> At least it wasn't the Beat Riders. <laughs> I, I'm personally happy because this means that I get to put any sort of money that I was thinking on putting toward Comic Con exclusives into the Knights of Unicron Transformers set that I want really bad. <laughs> that thing is so cool. It is. <laughs> I I'm definitely going to be. Trying to get that—that's a weird sentence. I'm like, definitely I'm, trying to be. I am that. willing to perform ritual sacrifice. <laughs> I even got that, that. <laughs> from Hasbro Toy Shop whenever they put those up. But uh, yeah, I definitely need a uh, need that in my life. So I can't sacrifice aerosol to get that. I thought we were already sacrificing Dawson. I already built the altar. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I'm going to sacrifice both of you. Bye, Dawson. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. that's all for the news. Well, yeah, pretty much. I, we had, like, leaked photos or some nonsense like that, but there's really not enough there to You can't see much other than the car. It's a red suit and a car. I really want him to have so, a yeah. car regardless, because I want to hear those people complain about how they're not real common Riders if they don't have a bike. Or they don't ride it all the time. It, I think the visual of it for me would be a little silly. Just seeing him in full suit riding around in a car. I don't know. I think it'd be funny. Just that seems I know that would be hilarious. What, what if he rides? It could be kind of funny. Like he just like surfs on the car. <laughs> surfs. Like no, like could you, could you imagine? Okay, here's this guy, full suit in the car, trying to get to a battle. In rush hour traffic, <laughs> blowing his horn, like sticking his head out the window, yelling at people. Fucking hilarious. I feel like that that's going to happen. <laughs> I feel like, like it has to happen. I would almost, I would, I would feel let down if it didn't at one point. If, yeah. um, if all this is actually going to be like car and driving based and stuff, like that it has could be to. like. It could be like the Batmobile from The Dark Knight, where it's a car and then he drives out of it and it's a motorcycle or that. Motorcycle thing that has like two giant balls for wheels, but like I have two still, giant balls. It's, it's cool. It could be a cool visual with him being in the car and then he's boom, he's in a little motorcycle. Or it could be a tricycle. Fun. No. All right. It's tricycle. No. <laughs> so stupid. Or well, a unicycle, a... right? We haven't had a badass unicycle bike since unicycle. SPD. I wouldn't really call that badass. <laughs> well, it was original. I'll give him that. <laughs> what is not badass about a unicycle? See, exactly. You don't know. Popsicles. 
Um, before we move on to superhero time, random special shout out to I don't know who it was because they were anonymous on Ask FM, but to whoever made that Zach world's blown up at least it wasn't the beat writers <laughs> meme that was really great like i want that to be a thing where just like all these terrible things and zach just doesn't care as long as it's the beat writers <laughs> screwed up my order at mcdonald's at least it wasn't the beat writers <laughs> well to zach he already won <laughs> holocaust perpetrated at least it wasn't the beat writers <laughs> that's a dawson's favorite uh, so i just think that's funny <sighs> So, I don't know. oh, this is big news. Uh, you can do a Power Rangers Wild Force photo op at Morphicon and then yell at My Jessica Lord. Ray about it. <laughs> that was a thing. That was a thing. Apparently, you can also do a Blake Foster photo op, too. That's It's a VIP thing where you can go have drinks with him. You can have drinks and, and he can Good show you earnings. pictures of He'll show you pictures of his kid. <laughs> You can ask him all the burning questions you've always wanted to ask but never asked. <laughs> I like the idea of a group signing and photo op without the whole group. Yeah, that seems like a ripoff. I mean, if it was like all the Jungle Fury cast, like if it was only RJ, I'd be like, okay, it's fine. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, that just does seem cheap. Like, isn't Rick Medina not doing it? Is he the only one? Yeah, Rick Medina's the only one not doing it. And the like the the thing about the the controversy, I guess, was that Jessica Ray's only doing that. She's not actually gonna be there. And oh. so so they were like, Well, she's only doing the photo op, so she's trying to force people into doing the photo op and uh group signing and all that. Yada yada and Whatever it is, what it is, but that that was the like the the case behind it. Um, okay, I just because I, I people were upset by what she said, and I wanted to know what she said. And everyone's like, that, put it behind us, be be respectful. I'm like, I want to know the dirt. I love gossip. <laughs> that I don't know because I was only love drama. like on and off Twitter at that point, and anything I seen I didn't think was bad, but apparently something was said that was bad that I just completely missed. So. She probably called someone a doo-doo head. And that got <laughs> people mad. I insult you to your face. I insult you, Oscar. Uh, but, um... I mean, I don't know the way I see it. She was the last one, so people got like, a chance then. Like, yeah, I, I, went, I got to saw her at the last one. She was alright. She was real nice, so I'm like, I don't see the problem. Like, alright, well, Kevin, you were, like, stalking her. <laughs> like, you were, like, looking around for her when we were in line. It was pretty funny. Shut up. But like, but, like, I mean, she's probably busy as things going on. And so they organized that and said, well, you know, I can come for a little while and do that at this certain time. Because I don't have time to come and, like, be there for a whole fucking day. But I can come, like, take an hour out of my time, come do this photo op or whatever. And that way, you she know. You have to teach a class and tell them about the Wild Force Rangers. God. I know. I, I want to learn about the Wild Force Rangers and go to her class privately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> private tutoring in the back bathroom of the teacher's lounge what now oh god <laughs> but she was super nice when I met her at, at Morphicon I think Kevin was there with me. that was when Kevin and I were having our side adventures Ooh, um, yeah Brian was off masturbating oh, or something and 
Kevin and I tested a spin-off show about the two of us while Brian ate cookies in the hotel room quietly. That was his spin-off show. It didn't go. Uh, Eating cookies with Shuki. <laughs> like I said on Twitter, it, to be fair, they were kind of, in my opinion anyway, kind of provoking her. So and anything that she did say that could have been taken as spiteful I think was more or less kind of justified to me but yeah, it is what it is yeah and you know in regards to the whole setup I would be more upset about the Rick Medina wasn't there than the fact that she's only there for that because Red Ranger is like kind of the key figure but any of them being missing is kind of crap when it's like it's supposed to be a shoot with the whole team Mm-hmm. That seems dumb. Well, the they had if, almost the whole cast before. But if it, if it was everyone but Silver, I really wouldn't get like you get yeah. uh, you get a little less mad because okay, well you still have like uh, the five team, the core five, there, yeah. the core five. But then, I mean, Rick Medina is kind of like Red Ranger. Red Ranger, he's plus he's who, who's going to chill everyone out and like steal their money and jackets with his like smooth talking. <laughs> See, I think the problem was that Rick Medina didn't get in on this and just chill everybody out. I'm like, whoa, man, it's cool. <laughs> he could just come in and soothe everyone, and everyone on Twitter would just give him twenty dollars, and not know why. So chill. <laughs> like, oh man, Rick Medina. I, I don't know what happened. Like, he, I just gave him money. Like, I, I just gave him money. I don't know. <laughs> he still doesn't remember. He's still traumatized. I am traumatized. It's Rick Medina's crazy, but so awesome, and he smells like mint. <laughs> That's what Kat said. I wonder when they're gonna do the sneak preview for the JDF All Tommy's photo shoot, where he photoshops all of his co- himself in all the costumes, and you're in a photo with like all five versions of JDF. It's gonna be a thing. You know what's funny is that I wouldn't doubt that potentially actually happening. <laughs> Awesome. JDF. Uh, Thanks, let's JDF. Move on. <laughs> so now it's time for Bamboo. No, wait, no, that's not it. We're not there yet. <laughs> Sorry, I got on the wrong line. Uh, now it's time for Superhero Time. Tokija, Shupa, Shinko, Kamen Rider Gaim, The Beat Riders. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes me giggle. <laughs> Alright um, Tokuger Was a thing Moving Oak. along No um, I, Tokuger was awesome I didn't mind this episode at all It was I don't want to say there was like a bunch of highlights or anything But it really didn't do anything to like Upset me I enjoyed it I love that Akira That just went into the build Russia And just started pulling it apart I was like, I, I need to fix this. This he is made bullshit. It like, he made a thing more complicated to use. Shh. Well, it wasn't working with the with the levers the way he wanted it to. So he was like, fuck this. I'm going to fix these it. buttons, I'm just going to make an, a complicated pulley system. And everything will be okay. Yeah, it'll, it require, it'll require six people to work the, the Zorb, but that's fine. Eventually, I will learn how to grow more arms so I can operate it by myself. But until then, I need your assistance. Like, 
That shit was funny. Like, pull lever five. Lever, what the fuck's lever five? <laughs> I would like to point out that you didn't actually number these. Yeah, well. <laughs> uh, that shit was funny. And Tokati, I love when Tokati lost the yellow, uh, the train tracks. <laughs> like <he laughs> I completely went, forgot about that until you mentioned it. He lost he, his tracks. He went to go put them up, and they were gone. Like, you overfit Justin, and they were gone. He's like, what? Where they go. And he spends the rest of the fight looking for him. It's funny because I didn't even notice they were gone until he tried to push them up. I and didn't I like, either. Oh went. shit, they're gone. I was like, something looks funny. What is? Why does he look funny? And then he's like, where are they? I'm like, oh. Uh, I also like that Wright tried to Norikai change and he got yelled at. <laughs> no. You right, was like, am do I doing this right? Six is special. Right, like, am I doing this right? And tickets, like, no. Uh, that shit was funny. Uh, there was something else about uh, that fight. I, I, I just, I love uh, Rokuko's fight style. He just walks in. It just keeps going. Like, they're all fighting. He'll just walk right through everybody. Yeah, I, I, I dig that a lot. Like, <laughs> I like how he just kind of just kind of strolls in. Doesn't sort of overexert himself. He's just like, whatever. I also love that he has to remind himself. Oh, yeah. Use the weapon. Right. Slash. Like, every time. Like, like oh, yeah. He's got, he's got my fighting style in <laughs> Uncharted. Like, I, I love him so much. Uh, and it makes me so happy just to see an orange spandex suit on screen. Doesn't take much at this point to please me. Uh, and then Gritta's over there being Gritta. That was the thing. I, I, I don't know. She's just fat and purple. Purple Ranger confirmed. He's like, you know, I can help you with my awesome position of being a sex slave to Zet. Nick, see these rules? He's all about these rules. Swartz is like, uh. So it'll be I interesting to see what they're up to. Yeah. Or rather, what Schwartz is up to, since Great is more or less just a pawn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that's the thing. Although the idea of Wagon being buried alive made me a little bit happy. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I could I don't know how she was running out of oxygen, how that works exactly, <laughs> but... I didn't even think about that. Christ. <laughs> it's like, like a robot. What was wrong with her? I actually think it would have been funnier if she... If, like, they're all over there suffocating, and she's got the lunch cart trying to, like, serve food. <laughs> like, they're over there, I need air! She's like, who wants lunch? <laughs> Like, I'm I think that oxygen. I got bento boxes. <laughs> She's not Oprah. She's... Hold on, let me take a selfie. <laughs> like, I think wagon. that would be. What a goddamn been... waste of materials. Like she, she, she goes up to conductor, suffocating with ticket. Selfie! Like. How <laughs> uh... is ticket running out of oxygen? <laughs> He's attached to conductor's arm. Okay. It was, see, to me, ticket running out of oxygen is funny. Wagon is just stupid. <laughs> Maybe it's personal bias? I don't know. 
<laughs> Maybe it's because he's a puppet. I don't know. But uh, I like seeing Bill Dio. Uh, and I love when the monster, actually not the monster, but the the um, crow liner actually equipped the drill Russia. And they're <laughs> like... shoved its arm into it. They're like, you know this was ours, right? Like, I'm just going to fist this thing's ass and <laughs> use the drill. I like was using the drill as like a shovel. It was just pushing the rocks onto the trains with a drill. <laughs> like you realize you could probably use your feet just as effectively, right? <laughs> They're bad guys. They're stupid. <laughs> oh god, that's that's awesome. Does anyone else have thoughts about the episode besides me and Brian, or is everyone just having a gay love fest in the background? Um, is Dawson yes. brushing his teeth again? <laughs> Probably he didn't no, watch it. But I can take you with me. Uh, well, no, Dawson didn't watch it, and <laughs> I don't have anything to say about it. I'm just waiting for Gaim. You know that's right. The Kuja rules, fuckers. We real quick. We did get a little bit of. <laughs> I don't really want to say backstory on Tokati because that's not entirely true. But um, Tokati's not his name. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. But also funny, so he was like the last one to join their little circle of friends. Uh, he, he's the last one to get into the circle of trust. And uh, Wright kind of instigated him getting in the circle because Wright's like obnoxious. Wright is... I- not only that person that I would hate, but that child that I would hate. Like, I don't like people like him. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, if right as a child walked up to me, like, right now and started talking to me, I would probably punch him in the face. And, like, go away. and steal a slash figure. <laughs> um, yeah, I would steal a slash figure. I'd say, fuck you, kid. If I will say one thing, it's... I did enjoy Takati trying to relate to uh, Akira way more than Wright. Just because, I don't know, it, it he seemed to, it just seemed to go a little better. Like, he, uh, they're kind of a funny duo. Um, <laughs> and I really like Takati. Like, I, and... Not to mention, there, like, he had a, he had a reason to sort of feel closer to Akira just because they they were both sort of the new guys without DJ Qualls oh I got it (laughs) I got it the new guy the movie the new guy yeah I can reference bad movies too Uh, who's the bitch now I was trying to think of a line from the movie. I'm like, come on, you can think of this, Dawson. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it all night long. Um, so yeah, I, I just like Tokadi a lot. And then next week, something about laughter. I don't, I don't know what's happening, but laughter is involving next week. So next week could be really painful. I might. They enjoy should do it. the gun promotion in Tokyo instead. God, I forgot we have the soccer thing next week, too. Next week, we have the soccer yeah. I, I just really I like Akira. 
I love his inability to relate to anything human related and his ability like his inability to just fit in with people. I don't understand anything. <laughs> he's like, we see friendship. He's like, I don't I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. What I don't you make no sense, boy. I don't know why he calls him boy. What's a ship friend? If we're not on a boat, we are on trains, you moron. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Alright. Now finally? Uh, game time. It's Thank about that game. Well, this oh. week was disappointing. I mean, I can't believe the confrontation was just the two brothers hashing it out with their lawyers. Yeah, I was expecting was something lame. more. <laughs> it was just a legal battle with Marshall versus Brad. He's the- like, I care you about Earth's future. <laughs> So the Kakaider episode was way better than the shit. It was. I mean, honestly. Uh, um, no, I've seriously. actually been to the future and seen the soccer episode. That was way better. Oh, man. Way better. Yeah. Until it's looking forward to next week. <laughs> um, so, I just gotta say, um, because a lot of people had really strong reactions this week, um, we're a lot... We're, were all of them really that surprised that Takatora died? I I was like, surprised. I didn't expect him to, in this episode at least. I, I thought there was a good chance whip. Michi might do it. But he just got back, so I didn't expect it to be this episode. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but I mean it's like ass. I don't know. I, I guess I um, I guess I just kind of felt like yeah, at least one of them's gonna die and there's a Higher chance of Takatora dying than there is Michi dying. Well, but, based um, on everyone's reactions of no, 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 I assumed it wasn't Michi because they would be saying yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so that's that was, true. That was another thing. Like, I like Takatora. I do. Um, I like. I liked him even more after this episode. But <laughs> did that many people really have that like much of a connection with him that they would be screaming no? Why? <laughs> Like it's the Mike syndrome, like that. Like I did. In a sense, I really liked him, and I feel like he got so little time. <laughs> like he was around for so much less time, and like I said, he just got back. I mean, this is really the first episode he's really been back amongst the cast. So it's like I don't like that he's gone, unless he. I mean, no, he could be alive. Um, but as far as we know right now, he's dead, and it just seems like so much wasted opportunity. I mean, it was a hell of a conversation and everything. It's just, I feel like he could have been around more. I am. Oh, go ahead. uh, Sorry. I'm on like this weird lag. (laughs) So whenever I talk, I think I'm like talking during a pause. Um, But uh, I didn't really feel like, I didn't, you know, feel bad that he died. I mean, obviously I, 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 I was kind of, sad i guess to see him go i didn't really have as much of a visceral reaction as everyone else did but i i I also don't really have a problem with him dying at this point it uh with the way this episode sort of went it felt kind of right that he would i don't have a problem with the way he died i just wish that a little more had happened for him before it if that makes any sense like I'm so frustrated that his alliance with Kocha never really got to happen. Like, they got together, and then they got separated, and now he's dead. 
And it's just frustrating because he sort of came around to code his way of thinking, and then he got killed twice. That's some bad <laughs> luck, man. That's some Buffy shit. I, no, and Willow's not there to raise you. I do think that's sort of a negative side effect of the show having to move at such a quick uh, pace and needing to like shove in all this different stuff um, that they it really can't focus too much time on uh, on a character like Takatora. I yeah. I do. I do think he should have uh, had maybe a little bit more time, but um, which which is part of why I I really wasn't uh, I really wasn't seeing where all of the reactions were coming from. Like I understand why people would be upset about a character going, but uh, just the the ferocity of the reactions. Um, I couldn't quite understand just because, like, like you said, Takatora really hasn't had uh, enough time for me to really justify that. <laughs> I wanted him to, and that was yeah. my problem. <laughs> like, I, like, I I've liked dug his him as character a character so much since, like, about the time that he started befriending Kota. And so I was excited that he was back. And then there was those rumors about the possibility of a Zangetsu Jimba Melon, and I really wanted to see that. Yeah. And now he's dead. Maybe. Allegedly. I'm holding Maybe out Maybe find some, some rogue scuba divers. I don't know why scuba divers go rogue. Um, he could just but, do that washing uh, up on shore thing, and they find him later. But I don't I, know. <laughs> they, writers do do that a lot. I hope they don't. They float. Um, yeah, because he already fake died once. I think it would be yeah. cheap. Yeah, but I, I just want to keep covering my ass in case he does come back. You know, <laughs> um, there's been time to, it feels I just believe something and I'll, I'll go for it, and then I get proved wrong. Believe. So I just want to be like, just in case. Yes, let's just believe he's dead. That's hopeful. <laughs> no, um, you know, I, but yeah, I, I wanted him to kick Michi's ass and Michi run away like a little bitch. Um, um, it was until he got and, soft. Yeah, like, that this is the moment. Michi's done some terrible hell. stuff, but I feel like this was definitely the absolute last straw. Of I don't think there's no chance Michi could be redeemed. If he killed his own brother, um, yeah. especially wow. in a moment in which his brother hesitated killing him, remembering a sweet time. <laughs> like what a time! Remember when Michi was. <laughs> <laughs> This all could have been avoided if Kota would have just done what needed to be done when Michi was like, I'm a little bitch, and Kota had just said, you know what, hold that thought, and went, at the very least, Kachidoki, if not Kiwami, and just wiped the floor with that little bitch, and then they'd been done with the whole thing, and then Takatora would have just, like, clapped from the shadows going, thank you. They could have just like left golf, him in the belly of that monster spot. in the Wizard and Guy movie. We'll save yeah, him a lot of trouble. Yeah. Um, I like that Takatora was the one to stop Michi from killing Koda. I love how, like, it's funny because Koda spent so much of the series finding out things, like, about the mysteries, but there was this whole little section he didn't know about, like, you know, Michi's, you know, goings on. In fact, they were brothers. He's like, stop it, Nissan. He's like, wait, what the fuck's going on? Uh, Takatora is alive. I just found out that he was killed and now he's back. I only had, like, 30 seconds of thinking he was dead, and now your brother's, like, this is my show. <laughs> like he just seemed like he was so confused. Yeah. Uh, 
But <laughs> I like that he's the one that stopped him. Good. But as we all know, Michi is the real hero of the show, earning his power-ups and all. <laughs> Worked for all of his upgrades, including Kiwi, which he used oh once. God. Twice if you count the movie. I, Doing what needed to be done. <laughs> I really hope that picture is just like someone trolling. It has to be. It, no one's yeah, that. It has dumb. to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I've met the Toku fandom. <laughs> um, no, I hold on. I have to recalibrate because I, I, I wasn't expecting to remember that stupid picture. <laughs> um, I knew Aristotle was a robot. No, I. I I agree about the going back to the redemption thing that this is sort of that like last straw um where this is the first person that Michi has outright killed he's obviously tried to kill people in the past but uh like this is the first time he's actually succeeded and of course it was his own brother um so I I was I don't know. I had mixed feelings when the show was like portraying the other characters who all really want to redeem Michi or like believe that he is still kind of like a good person. So I, the only like the mixed feelings I was having was that I don't want the show to make me feel like Michi can be just because it, he really can't like I get, I get where they're coming from. I understand like what they mean when he's he's sort of gotten lost. He's all mixed up. He doesn't really know right from wrong anymore. He's got he's gotten caught up in all these lies, and that's sort of why he's like this. And he doesn't necessarily have to be a, a bad person, but at the same time, once you kill your brother, you can't really go back. So yeah, I don't know. I. If if it's just the characters, like the show setting up that the characters want him to be redeemed, I'm fine with that. But I I don't know. I feel like if the show is trying to tell me that he should be, <laughs> then I have some mixed emotions on it because <laughs> I, I don't feel like I he just, should be. <laughs> no, he shouldn't. Uh, and I like all those things where they were talking about how he's sort of gotten so many lies that he's become lost and. I guess the worst thing I think he's done before this was try to kill Coda. But yeah. I'm pretty sure Coda would have forgiven him because <laughs> he's <laughs> pulling a Gintaro. But I get where where he's coming from. Um, you know, because it's so, so recent for him and he still sees him as his friend. Yeah. But I think I don't see – I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't see him finding out that he killed Takator and then instantly attempting to kill Michi. But I see this as definitely being a huge breaking point for Coda. See that Michi killed an innocent person and a friend, and that was his brother. So I definitely hope that that at least makes Koda second guess wanting to help Michi at least a little bit. Um, and it's always difficult with the perspective because, like I said, Koda's perspective is different than ours because we've been wanting Michi to get his <laughs> for a while. So, but I yeah. definitely hope that this pushes him towards that. Um, and I don't. I definitely don't want it to be a Gentaro situation where he defends him when it doesn't even make any sense anymore. Like right now, it's still okay. But if Miji keeps going farther even than this, then no, you cannot defend this guy anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely don't see it as a Gentaro situation. If you know, in so for another reason than because Gentaro was acting this way with people that he literally just met. Like you know, he's known them for a yeah. week. 
And he's like, oh, I don't care if they try to kill me. You I tried to take that bus over the edge of the bridge? Fine, let's be BFFs. What's your Facebook? But, like, but Michi is someone that Koda has known for years, and you know they did the whole Team Gun beat writer, dance, street dancer thing for a long time together. So him like not wanting to believe that his good friend is evil, and still wanting to trust him and find good in him, I, I like I just see that different thing in Taro being like, oh, meteor guy who I've barely known, you tried to kill me, or in fact did. It's fine. Let's be friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I also I did would, really like. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. I said go ahead. I, don't I, just, care I didn't say like shut Ryan. up. I said go ahead. <laughs> no one cares what Brian likes. Fuck you. I just wanted to say that I, I felt that the show kind of. I, I agreed to the the extent that I'm pretty sure it was it was just the characters and the show setting up the characters. But as the characters kept talking about how Michi was just lost in his lies and he's he's not bad, I'm like, maybe he isn't bad. And <laughs> and then he shot his brother, and I got mad. <laughs> you know, yeah. slashed him. You know what though? I think they were setting up for a turning point. Like, do you remember the scene with Redaway when he's like, you'll truly become like me when you kill a family member mm-hmm. and it looked like michi was like fuck this dude's fucked up but then he did it so i think that was like <laughs> setting up a like crossroads where michi could be redeemed or not and he picked or not yeah i i definitely agree with what brian was just saying though about how uh j- just the way the characters were talking um it did sort of lead you to believe that you know what Maybe Michi's not so bad. And then you realize, wait, no, no, he's terrible. He's an I don't even know why I thought that. I know he's a bitch. Well, no. <laughs> I, I totally agree, though. Like, it, the, the show did a good job at kind of showing you Maybe their perspective so of, the, of the whole thing. You can get a beer. So, it, you know, from, from seeing it from the character's perspective, it's like, you know what? Yeah, yeah, okay. I, I could get behind that. Oh wait, no, no, I can't. <laughs> like, uh, I think that's. I love how you just guys phrase like the tone of the way you deliver that. Man, he's not so bad. Like, we can have a bit. Wait a minute, you shot someone in the head. <laughs> like, um, but you brought up the the right away scene, and I, I love how like quickly that shifted that conversation because Beachy's just like right away. Did you ever have any family? Yes, they were the first ones that I killed. <laughs> Thanks, Angelus. And then he goes into like this tangent about how, you know, the the people around him are just toys that he plays with, and you know he never gets any more. He starts he monologuing. Never gets more, uh, yeah, he monologues essentially. He never gets more <laughs> pleasure than when a toy is about to break. Um, I, I really like that. That sounds like Dawson. Disturbing. <laughs> I never get more pleasure than. Not when a Chico. Chico no. Uh, break. I was just about um, to say that's Dalton and not a Shiko. <laughs> I also uh, really did like the final scene that Koda and Takator had. Um, I, I did think it was kind of funny. It was almost like he's flirting with him. He's like, my sister raised me. He's like, well, she did good. Could tell by looking at this fine <laughs> specimen. And then he smacked him on the ass. No, I'm just kidding. That didn't happen. But like, it's, um, it sounded funny because that sounds like a pickup line. Uh, but I liked the scene between them because... I really did enjoy their brief little sort of friendship, and I like how Takatora grew to respect him. Um, yeah. I just really liked the way that all evolved. That's why I was kind of sad I, to see Takatora go, because I liked the way he 
we talked about before, he was almost like Coda when he started, and he just got a twisted perspective. But then he kind of came back to the hope <laughs> side of it. Um, I, I, I agree. I, um, that's I like one of my favorite scenes phantoms. in the in the episode. Um, and not not just because of just seeing them, you know, sort of talk back and forth with each other, but I like I like getting that perspective. There's that word again. Take a shot um, <laughs> of is seeing the perspective. No, no, that's not what I'm trying to say. Seeing Takator and Michi's, shot. <laughs> and Michi's relationship, you know, from the perspective of Takatora, because for the majority of the first part of the series, we only saw it uh, from Michi's point of view. And from Michi's point of view, you know, it's Takatora seemed kind of distant. He just seemed like this guy who's trying to, you know, force success on his little brother. But now you flash forward and you get to Takatora talking about it. And they replay some of those same scenes, those same exact scenes. But seeing them and getting Takatora's take on it. It actually feels like, you know what? Takator actually really wasn't that bad of a big brother. He was maybe more distant than he should have been, but he really did care about him. And Michi just yeah. sort of grew to resent him. It makes it actually makes Michi in those scenes look a lot colder than, you know, we originally saw him as uh way back <laughs> in the early parts of the series. Like, we, kind of we the story Michi of Takator has- in general. We saw Michi as like playing a part, you know, he's just like pretending, like, oh yeah, you know, Tagator, whatever you say, I'm be the, you know, I'll go to this school and 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 avoid these street youths. <laughs> but, but then youths, the the youths, uh, but then you, <laughs> but then you see him now, and it's like, yeah, no, Michi was just being a dick, <laughs> like. Um, he was being the cold-hearted like, asshole, and Takatora was being the loving brother. Like, that's kind of Takatora's story, though, is that in the very early series, he was just sort of this mysterious figure. It wasn't around much. And so both with his relationship with Michi and his motivations with uh, just everything, with the Invest and Helheim, you're kind of re- revealed from a different perspective, which is something I really liked, that he was sort of totally different than you would have thought. Yeah. Um that was interesting and that whole conversation um was what made me like talk to her a little bit more with this episode um because i I really did feel for him um he i i don't know i i kind of understand being a big brother i guess um and i understand wanting to set a good example and you know he's trying to raise him and he's trying to teach him all these things and sort of like prepare him for a life where he can be just you know a better version of Takatora he just wants the best for him um and Michi just sort of resented him for it but um so I you know you actually kind of feel bad for Takatora he he really did try yeah. but um oh, I, was, I also kind of like the little parallels they drew between Takatora sort of raising Michi as a brother compared to uh, Koda's sister raising him. Just kind of how differently everybody turned out. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, well, you know, it's it's a little hard when Takatora has to be mom and dad and brother. <laughs> uh, and crazy uncle. He's gotta be all the people from the Avatar family. He's gotta <laughs> he's gotta be Boomy. <laughs> Takatora's the put upon mom and <laughs> Um But uh you know, the scene itself, uh the you fight know what it was scene like was for really Takatora well to nurse Michi. Uh, oh god. Um but you know, I like the fight in general just, you know, fight wise, and I like that Takatora was essentially a match for him regardless of the fact that he had a stronger system until he died, obviously. But I like the way they intercut sort of scenes uh, with their whole confrontation of, like, the first episodes when Takator was telling Michi about how he needed to stay focused. And, like, I think that was the very first scene we saw them together in when Michi was going up the stairs when he had his, his pre-team up hair. And um, I really <laughs> like that they did that because I, I throughout Michi's whole journey, like, whenever he's done anything bad and manipulative, oh, most of the time I always go back to some of those scenes just thinking about how part of his motivation I always thought was from everything that happened with his brother and resenting his brother and wanting to prove that he was better and smarter and I just think it was really well done that it kind of all came back to that in the, uh, with some of yeah. those flashbacks um, and just thinking how far everyone came from there <laughs> um, yeah I I totally agree. <laughs> um, uh, shoot, what was I going to say? Um, just just speaking in terms of the fight, uh, I really like the fight, like both on uh, in a visual sense and everything you just said. Um, I I like that. You know, uh, Gaim doesn't really have the best fights. It, its fights are okay, but. Uh, it hasn't like had the strongest uh, fights yeah. <laughs> of a cover. His strength is in his conversations. Yeah, <laughs> the like conversationless series. I like the Codaverse right away yeah. fight. That was pretty fun. Yeah, but yeah, in this episode, flags. in this episode, it did have a really good fight scene, um, which I think, uh, I, I think the the overall episode really benefited from, um, and we got to see, like you said. Uh, you know, Takatora had a weaker system, but he's the better fighter. And they really showed that off. Like, you know, even with a inferior system, Takatora can still hand it to Michi. <laughs> and if it wasn't for Michi taking that low blow and Takatora hesitating, he would have won. Yeah. No, because he, if it would have been anybody else, because yeah, he stopped sort of slashing him. And then Michi just didn't hesitate. <laughs> um, leading up to the fight, they had a small conversation beforehand. And it was really Takatora, awkward. Hey, how's it going? What's up to you? Takatora had some uh, interesting dialogue. It seemed kind of flowery to me, which made me feel like maybe he was speaking in metaphors or something. Like, I don't know, part of me wants to think that maybe he uh, intended to die. Like, maybe he realized that, you know, he was part of what made Michi who he is. So, without him, maybe Michi has a chance. Um, or, you know, maybe something else. I don't know. It just, the, the dialogue was giving me uh, this feeling like maybe there's something more to what Takator is saying than 
what he's saying, I guess. Um, but uh, one line in particular that I liked was he said that Michi is the shadow of Takatora, um, which I, I took in multiple ways, like not just the shadow in the sense that he kind of lives in his brother's shadow and whatnot. But if you look at how they've developed over the course of the series, you can see that each of them have sort of come across the same situations. Um, but have reacted very differently. Uh, suit. Um, for instance, uh, when Takatora was faced with the dilemma of, you know, trying to save the world, having to do something, he was faced with a situation that he couldn't save everyone. So he had to do what he thought was right. But he didn't, like, he he didn't want to like, that's not, he didn't want to be like, Oh, I'll just like pick a few people here and there and I'll save them. He, he wanted to save everyone. Um, he, but he did yeah. it for the, <laughs> wow. I am rambling. I'm all over the place. I know what I want to say. Um, <laughs> uh, Thank you. Takatora felt guilty. You know, when Michi was faced with the same, uh, dilemma, there really wasn't a guilt there. It was Michi did no. what was right for him. <laughs> and then maybe a few others. Uh, yeah, I actually never even thought about that and, comparison. Because he's like, oh, I'm going to pick and choose who lives. Whoa, 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 I'm God. And then that was what he said. both of them were faced with the, <laughs> the problem of someone uh, getting in their way. Uh, both times being Coda, of course. When... When Koda got in Takatora's way, Takatora decide, uh, essentially saw um, Koda as this sort of idealistic child. <laughs> you know, this this kid who was really hopeful. He wanted to do what was right, but he really just didn't know the way of the world. Uh, his solution was to essentially teach him a lesson. It was kind of harsh, and, uh, you know, he showed him dying, but he he wasn't trying to harm Coda. He wasn't trying to do anything like that. It was, you know, just sort of teaching a child a lesson, uh, making him see the world for what it really is. When Michi was faced with Coda as a problem, his decision was, let's just get rid of the problem. (laughs) Let's just get rid of Coda. Let's kill that mofo. <laughs> and, you know, now we, we get to hear and when they're both faced with the same situation, uh, their brother is in their way, their brother needs to be stopped, Takatora pauses, Michi doesn't. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I never even thought about all that. I'm like, you just blew my fucking mind. <laughs> like, I was really busy comparing Koda and Takatora, you know, and how... They sort of were faced with this, and Takatora has been on the road longer. But I never even thought about that. They really did have a lot of parallels, and they did handle it very differently right till the very end. <laughs> oh man. Um. And you know, obviously that was the big event, but there was actually a couple other sort of biggish things that happened. Um. Well, mainly one biggish thing, which was that uh, what's his name, uh, Baron. 
Kaido got scratched and he's gonna become a yeah. were jaguar. Um, no, but um, I don't know what's gonna happen with that. Whether it's gonna be like an infection to death, is he gonna turn to an invest? That should be interesting. Because mm-hmm. um, we talked about before, and they talked about on the show about how Kaido or Koda doesn't care if Baron's the one to get the forbidden fruit and save everyone. But what if something happens to Kaido and he can't win? Or uh, if Koda is forced to fight Kaido, like, that could be interesting because they talked about how he's going to have to fight him. And if him possibly becoming a sort of invest would force him to? I don't know. I think whatever is going to happen is going to be interesting. Um, And then the other thing, which really wasn't a huge thing, but there was a bit more about um, Kota losing his appetite and uh, Redway sort of recognizing that something's happening to him. Yeah. And right before that scene, I was just thinking, hey, we haven't brought up the taste thing in a while. But then I realized he's talking about not having an appetite for like a couple episodes. (laughs) Um, But like I was just thinking, I was waiting for him to eat food and not taste it, but he just lost his appetite completely. Um, So he just ate via Loxie. But so that's progressed a little bit. And it's interesting that Redway sort of recognized it. Um, That's kind of a great episode where you have this huge moment between Michi and Takatora that we've been waiting for in this big like emotional event but then you have these two other sort of plot seeds developing um, yeah yeah so because I almost forgot to mention him it's like because you get so involved thinking about the main event but so yeah a lot interesting is happening yeah I mean pretty much everything leading up to the main event was it sounds like they're in some sort of wrestling match it's a cage in match the main event <laughs> Um, but everything leading up to it was, was really nice. I really enjoyed the conversation, uh, between everyone towards the beginning of the uh, series (laughs) episode. Um, (laughs) and I, I like, I like, uh, Kaido's little confrontation with Koda where he mentions that, uh, you know, he's essentially speaking nonsense. You, You know, we, we kind of. We get where both sides are coming from, where, you know, Koda and Mai and everybody are talking about how Michi's still a good person and all this stuff. Um, but Kaido's like, you guys are idiots. This is, yeah. <laughs> he isn't. Um, and I <laughs> Kaido like the line and Mark are kind of like, like us. <laughs> I like the line where he's like, how many people have you faced that could be reasoned with? Like, none. None. <laughs> um and what was it? If you look into Michi's soul and see a monster, what are you going to do? Are you still not going to fight him or are you going to fight him? And then while <laughs> silence. Quiet. I, thought you said, I thought you said most we were done with the thought. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, that was – I really liked that scene too. I forgot about that scene actually. Um but I think uh, definitely he and Mark almost represent us because they know, what, particularly her, because she's seen him manipulate for a while. But like they know what he's been like, and Coda's just finding it out. So, um, yeah. So in conclusion, recall Shmeekal. <laughs> I think that sums this episode up. <laughs> um, then next week we have soccer. I mean, this is I think the worst point between the promotions. Takatora gets killed thrown into a lake, next week's movie promotion. I think this is the worst cliffhanger we've had for between 
Actually, it's the only one. The only other one was when the Invest went into the human world, which is also a cliffhanger. But I think this one's worse because you want to see the aftermath so bad. Yeah. Like, I hate to be such a complainer about it, but doesn't Gaim, just by existing, promote the fact that they have a movie? Do they need to make a special episode about it? Like, they always have the little trailers after the preview for next week. It's like, solely by just sitting there, you are promoting your movie, guy. It doesn't matter. They need to show soccer. World Cup, uh, yeah. I'm so tired of hearing about soccer. Everyone's like, oh my god, Brazil. I'm like, oh my god, I don't care. Uh, stupid Brazil. I don't even know how to do with anything, but... uh yeah, that's like the such a bad time because I want to see the aftermath so bad. I got to know. Yeah, I I really look forward to seeing just what Michi does. Um, you know whether or not he has any sort of remorse. Remorse, yeah, that's the word. Remorse over what he just did, or you know whether he kind of revels in it or what. I I kind of want to see his expression after all this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Cause we, we really only saw him sort of stand over the river <laughs> and look down. And what Coda has to say about all this and was Baron going to become an invest? Is he just going to get some antibiotics and be fine? I don't know. <laughs> Find out next time or next, next time. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, we're not finding out next time. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. Oh. Poor Gaim. It's especially painful with Gaim because this is the first year in so long where I'm so invested and it's had three interruptions that weren't like, hey, we're having an off week. It's we're going to have a shit episode in between your show. <laughs> <laughs> I would be less upset if it was just golf or something. Yep. <laughs> Now it's time for... Oh, we get to do your Garo. No. Nope. Oh, no, Ro. <laughs> you don't have to do it. So now it's time for... Nothing. Ramble. Ramble, oh. ramble time. Falling Skies Edition. <laughs> Pretty much. That was the only you know show funny? that was on this week. I think that was the first time I remembered that there was a Garo, and there was no Garo. Because I'm always like, Ramble time, yeah, 2014. And you're like, no, we have to do Garo. And now I'm like, time for Garo. And you're like, no. Awesome. <laughs> Ramble time, yeah, 2014. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like incorporating it. Uh, Pokemon uh, was a gym battle this week. Oh, yeah. And I completely forgot. Like, I was like 10 minutes late to it. I'm like, oh, it doesn't matter. It's probably dumb. I switched it over and then gym battling. I'm like, oh, shit. Why does that guy have rocks in his hair? I always wondered that. Um, How much shit was this battle? Like for real? He killed what, what, a lot of shit in this show. He he fucking clogs Tyrant's mouth with a rock, and then knocks it out with a thunderbolt. And if if I remember correctly, Tyron is one fourth resistant to electric attacks because it's dragon and rock. Like that, that, no. But in the in the original series, didn't Pikachu like take out rock types with Thunderbolt and stuff? Yes, and you you can take out a rock type with Thunderbolt. It's not impossible, 
the the damage done is minimal, but if the the Pokemon's strong enough, it can. Onyx in Gen One was a big thing because Onyx is part ground. It don't work. <laughs> yeah, not effective. So it, I don't know. It was, it, it was an uh, enjoyable episode because I do enjoy gym battles. I like watching any sort of battles in the anime. Really, I think they're they're usually pretty well done and entertaining to watch. So I, I like the episode in that regard. Um, it, I felt like it was one of those moderately stupid. Oh, Ash won because he's Ash sort of things. But well. On the positive side, though, I will say this. Even though they had that dumb he won with electricity thing, in the battle itself and in his battles in general, I like that he behaves more like Season 3 or 4 Ash. Yeah. Where he comes off as experienced and he's thinking about strategies like that. What was his counter shield in this episode? It was like rock climbing. He was like climbing on meteor storms he or something. He was climbing uh, on Draco uh, rock meteor using rock Iron Tail. Yeah. <laughs> and I like that. Like, you can't do that in the game, but you can do that in the anime. And I like that, that because in those series, Ash was smart. He showed his experience of all these years and coming up with clever strategies. And in Black and White, he was like, "What's a Pokeball?" <laughs> like, so I'm glad that he's at least a little bit back. So there is that. Um, but so yeah, and now I, I want to be able to do that in the video game. I want if my opponent uses, awesome. uses Draco Meteor and I have Iron Tail, I want the option to climb the fucker. I want to use Counter Shield. I want to have Bulbasaur use Whirlwind. Hashtag anime rules. Bulbasaur, Whirlwind. Uh. <laughs> True story. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, but you know what's funny? It is funny. He, he lapped Kevin now. And that's way funny because of how long it is between gyms one and two. Um, so that's pretty funny. I just keep saying funny. Funny in perspective. My life is over. <laughs> um. I think he, like, lapped him in, in the other one, too. In five, maybe? Um, but anyway, a random thought before we move on to Falling Skies. You know, in the original anime, now that we brought it up, am I the only one that thought there was going to be some sort of storyline about why Pikachu was special? Because they made such a big shit about how he was such a strong Pikachu. And then now it's oh. just, oh, he's just a strong Pikachu. Yeah, I I was always expecting something as a kid, but it never happened. Yeah, obviously, years later, that we're like one of the handful of people probably out of our elementary schools that are still following this. <laughs> like, I always wonder, like, because I don't know about your school, but we had like a before after school program. Your parents would like take you or have you after school, you know, when they're at work. Mm-hmm. And so before school, we would all sit around and watch Pokemon before school started. And I'm like, I wonder how many kids out of that group I used to watch Pokemon with still watched it. Like, I am still following Ash Ketchum's journey like a sucker. <laughs> like, one of these days he's going to become a Pokemon master. <laughs> uh, anyway, speaking of Pokemon masters, Falling Skies. Um, Falling Skies was really good this week. It uh, was. At least it I thought was, it was. It was very, very good. The, the I almost said the heist, but the breakout was so intense. It was like some Michael Schofield shit. <laughs> like they it got was. a time in the generators. Lachero got shot. It was, ter- it was terrifying. <laughs> like it was so tense, and and Pope came through. He made it over the fence, and uh, you know he did have. He's a, Pope's always been a dick, but he has had a couple good moments. Like I, if I remember right, in the first season, he saved Hal. Yeah. Uh, so it's not like it's completely out of the character. Um, so, but it was nice to see him get a moment this season because the past like season or so he's been, or this season and last season he's been such an overwhelming dick. Um, 
so it was nice to have that, and that was super tense because he dropped the bag, and the little flying skitter was after him. Um, they took their sweet ass time firing that little grenade thing. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> like, hold on, let me line up the shot right. Just give me a second here. Like, and, guys, it's trying to eat me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then you had Tom running from the skitters and and burning a, a fish head alive. Not a equation, Spenny. <laughs> uh, like he was like brutal with it. He was like angrily staring down at it. Like, yeah, take that bitch. <laughs> Like, that was pretty badass. <laughs> He's like, no, you'll take the deal or die, Tom. Oh, fuck. <laughs> He's lighting me on fire. Um, but so that happened. I'm trying to think what else was happening around the, the base. I mean, they got all the people over and some old man disappeared. Um, but it was just overall really intense, like the whole time element of it. Um, and they really pulled it off well. Um, and then in the meantime... Uh, I, well, I was going, well, Matt got found out because he covered for that fat girl. Uh, so he and how uh, sort of just not disturbing, but it was I guess it was a little bit that that one girl brought back her parents after taking down their camp. Yeah, it's kind of sad when you think about it that she like walked into their camp in her little cult outfit and just blew that whistle. <laughs> I could just picture her like, <laughs> and all of a sudden, um, they come in and get them. There wasn't that much going on there. Uh, there was only like one or two seeds with Lexi this week. Like there was one at the very beginning when Maggie like freaked out and like pulled out her guns and Lexi broke her hand with her Lexi strength. And then there really wasn't a seed until the end when when Anne found him. And she did have that dream about being like inseminated, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering how that works. Like. So, does she have three parents? Tom, Anne, and Mrs. Fenny? I don't know how alien biology works. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, not necessarily a whole lot plot-wise was this week, but it was a really, like, great action episode. Um, and it, I love the... Falling Skies moves at a pretty good pace. They never really linger on anything for too long. Um, so we're out of the prison, and I'm going to assume within probably the next episode we'll have most people together again. Coaches did spy find Matt, so we'll probably get him out of this. And ah, oh oh, it's you, Goat Cheese. <laughs> goat Cheese saved me. I love. I don't know if I mentioned it when the first episode discussion, but I love one. He said, "Keep the faith, Chief," and he like smiled. <laughs> uh, I thought it was funny. Um, coach is I, awesome. He is. He's like my favorite. Uh, I don't know if, if you remember, but at the end of the episode, Weber saw that something was watching him. I think that's his daughter. I think she's a mutant. I think she's a half-skitter. Yeah, something like that. Like, I thought, when I first saw it, I thought either they the skitters planned for them to escape, or somehow Weber was infiltrated, or, and I'm like, oh crap, what if it's his daughter? And then, like, in the preview for next week, it showed him talking to her, so I'm like, oh, she's going to be a weird skitter thing. Remember how those, like, freaky kids that had harnesses on for so long that they had, like, scaly faces? Yeah. They're so freaky. Uh, I, don't want, I don't want to see those again. Sorry. Um, but, yeah, it was, a, it was a good week. It was a good episode. I liked it. It was okay. Not, not a lot happened. No. I like the part with the thing and the guy. 
the the show in general though really is uh, i don't want to say amazing because that, that's like super hype but it, it's yeah. really good like it is it, it's paced really well i think in my opinion yeah um because i mean at the at the core the show really hasn't changed a whole lot it's the kind of continuing premise of of the same thing but it always does one thing or another to to spice up the formula and make it really interesting and new i mean we've learned a lot we originally we just thought it was just the skitters and then we found out it was the fish heads and we found out their name got the the volm involved um but yeah it's, it has a great pace like i mentioned before also it's got great special effects and i, I love the pace of it let's keep saying pace um, but I also I, I also mentioned this a couple weeks back, but I also really like how realistic it is in the sense of they're not just always winning, and they they pull off a lot of amazing stuff like this breakout, but they have to really fight for every victory. And I I also like how I think we mentioned this at the be the our first discussion, um, how something great can happen to these people. And then, like, right after that, something awful happens. Because yeah. Weaver saw the mysterious noise and stuff. <laughs> that makes and it sound so, so scary. So your, your mind instantly just goes, oh shit, they're fucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then that's Those what the show has conditioned you to think, is whenever anything happens, they're just automatically fucked. <laughs> That was perfectly like represented in the first episode of this season when they made it back to Charleston, and then all of a sudden those gates came down on them and they yeah. were being attacked. That was like a perfect representation of pretty much every situation on the show since the first. And then silence. It cut the kids. Oh, sorry. I had to mute it quick because I had to blow my nose. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I really like that show, and if you don't watch it, I encourage checking it out, definitely. It's not Although, horribly long to to watch, because no. like you said, they're only about 13 or so episode seasons. It's an hour show. Yeah. Um, but it, if it's anything like the effect that it had on me, it's one of those shows where if you start watching it, you just kind of have to keep going. <laughs> yeah, you get kind of hooked. Like Scandal or Supernatural, not Firefly. Firefly is like a long, slow climb through 13 episodes. It feels like a 90-episode series. <laughs> the movie is worth it, though. Anyway, I think that's about it. I think Cora will be back to Ramble Time next week. Will it? Yep. No, it won't. Yeah, yes, it will. will. Stop arguing with me. <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> but, yeah, I got confused for a sec. But that'll be I, back. Is... I don't think TMNT is back. I don't know. No. But Cora will be here for sure. A couple sentences about Pokemon and Falling Skies. So we got that. I was debating about reinstating, not like permanently, but just maybe do a Facebook question because we haven't had one in a long time. So there might be that. I'm not promising anything because you can't take me my word for shit. <laughs> um, but I was thinking about doing something. That would probably work better than the Twitter questions. Um, but speaking of, we can, we'll do our Twitter questions now, our little two questions. Our miniature Twitter, Twitter questions of the sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, 
I should stop looking at the TMNT Wikipedia page and <laughs> look at those questions. Does it have Does it have a date? No, it it doesn't have any dates for any more episodes past the ones we've seen. Fuck balls. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll go with these ones. Um, <laughs> Doctor Board says or asked. Um, coming off this soul-crushing episode, my question is, how do you want to see Michi die? In the face um, with a shovel. <laughs> In the face? <laughs> Wait, with a shovel? That's very specific. <laughs> that, that's I'm trying to I think got. of a really funny way. <laughs> like, that's just really anticlimactic. In the I anus with Kevin's penis. There we go. That's what Kevin would say, for sure. I got it, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> for real, though, it, it, it needs to be something that's incredibly satisfying, given how, yeah. especially after this episode, when he just, he murders his brother, and, it, and that's like you guys were saying, it was it's a turning point to where there's there's no redeeming this this guy. He's done. <laughs> And so he's he has to providing he does die, um, he he's got to have a death that is is satisfying for a character who has done. Uh, I don't want to say the unthinkable because that actually happens in reality. Um, yeah, armored riders are real. <laughs> but I I need words. Um. Yep. I don't think it should be Coda that kills him because that wouldn't be in character for me. Even I, I if would, he starts hating, I him. would say if anyone kills him, it's probably going to be Kaito. I think it might be one of the Invests. It could be Redway. It could be Rosho. Uh, I could Redu- see Redway because it seems like Redway might be playing him. Right. That could be semi-satisfying. I could see where Michi thinks he's at the absolute top, and then Redway just completely backstabs him. I mean. It's hard to think what the most satisfying would be, but it would be kind of nice to see Michi get Michi'd. <laughs> um, but I guess I don't think it should be Koda, because I don't think it would be in character for him to kill him. I do want to see them fight and, Michi, or, and Koda win, but I don't think he should kill him. Because um, that's just not what he does. But I definitely want to see him hand his ass to him. Um, but I don't know. It's hard to say, you know? For me... Uh... I, I've never been a big fan of characters just dying. Um, like, I I don't think characters should just die willy-nilly or, you know, die just because, oh, man, they're evil. They should totally die. Um, <laughs> I, I, I feel like I feel like it should be sort of organic to the story. Yeah, I feel like once we get to it, if it feels right that Michi as a character should should die at that point. If it feels like Michi should die, then he should die. Um, that's that was sort of why I was so surprised that everyone else was surprised that Takatora was uh, <laughs> that Takatora died because I, I was like, you know, I don't know this this episode just felt like this is Takatora's end for me. So I, you know, I, I felt like it kind of approached that um, somewhat organically, but. Uh, as for how, um, I do agree. I don't think Coda should be the one to kill him, or at the very least, that should be a very 
very tough decision. Um, because it, it, like you said, it's just not Coda's personality. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I just saw that thing you posted to Michael Scott on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that was running through my head during the game discussion. <laughs> like, this, is, this is essentially what I'm doing right now. <laughs> I just business. started talking and I don't know how to appro- I don't know how to tell them that I don't actually have anything to talk about. <laughs> the thing about business is you just <laughs> never at all want to do anything that's like you just never <laughs> Um oh, that's great. But yeah, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to laugh in the middle of your speech. Like, I just fun. saw Michael's expression and I died. Well, like I said, as for how I, I pretty much agree with you guys, um, I do kind of like the idea of him eventually getting his comeuppance uh, once right away backstabs him. But I don't know. We'll see. Right now, I I really don't know where it's going to go from here. I really don't know what Mishi's going to do. He is kind of at this point where. Um, he he kind of played his hand, and no one went along with it. So now what? <laughs> I don't necessarily think he needs to die either. I mean, yeah, yeah. I just but I definitely want to see him get his a, a possible. I don't know how the whole thing will end with the state of the earth, but in a way for a potential satisfying ending for me would be just Michi essentially ending up all alone because part of his thing is trying to supposedly hang on to his friends but if he just ended up on his own and everyone hates him that's kind of a hell all its own <laughs> yeah i i agree <laughs> all right what else we got okay Any more uh, uplifting questions about death <laughs> kind of oh, um no. <laughs> this one's from andrew booth and he asks, let's play Fuck, Mary Kill. The oh, theme no. this time is the Tokyuger cast. <laughs> Mio for all three. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I don't want to know the order. Um, <laughs> I'll leave that to your imagination. Oh, God. I'm surprised you want to kill Mio. <laughs> I just um, thought it would be funny. I don't really <laughs> want to. Well, I was going to say, let's kill right. Absolutely. Um, uh, as for fuck, In I don't know. Shovel. Uh, cat girl Hikari has given me some pretty confusing emotions. So, <laughs> Oh my god, yes. We never even <laughs> talked about that. I, <laughs> I completely forgot until you brought it up. I look at that fucking picture, I'm like, hmm, who dat? And then I thought about it, I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, and I was picking them all out. I'm like... Son of a fuck, that's Akari. <laughs> and then I didn't know what to think about myself anymore. Brian was hitting on him like he was Takator and Akari was Kaito. Kota, damn it. He, like, he's, he's very feminine in that picture. It um, is. He, he like, pulls it off well. Takator, I'm like, you are a hot man. Oh, but, God. But oh, my God. With Hikari, I don't so do that. But when he becomes a cat girl, then I don't know. What it's kind of like that picture. It's kind of like that picture uh, I was around a while back of, like, all the Sentai Reds or whatever dressed as girls. And, like, most of them alarmingly pull it off so well. <laughs> yeah. They really do. You know, I never, 
didn't think about this in the Gaiman discussion, but how pissed is Bravo going to be at Michi? Maybe Bravo is going to be the one that kills them. <laughs> like, I want, this is the, wait, this is the satisfying Michi death. I want Michi thinking he has victory, monologuing to all hell. And Bravo just stabs him through the stomach with one of his swords and says, you don't kill my man. That's how I want Michi to die. <laughs> I want it to be because Bravo is mad that he doesn't have his man candy anymore. <laughs> Boom. Uh. I didn't even think about that. Uh, as for Mary, I'm not sure I'll marry any of them. <laughs> kind of means I have to spend the rest of my life with them. Dear God. Not necessarily. <laughs> well, Brian, that sounded almost like you're plotting someone's death when you're getting ready to marry well, them. Well, he did say he would pick <laughs> Mio for all three, so... Yeah. Brian's super creepy in this segment. I want to leave. <laughs> Is that all the questions? Mosquito. Um, kind of. Uh, there's one I didn't quite understand. From Also from Dr. Board. He just said heroic, orange, evil grapes, or gay durian. That's not a question, so I didn't really know how to approach it. Um, I go with Rock Orange. <laughs> <laughs> the The last one is from Glenn San- Santiago. Sorry. Um, he says, question. Kid what White. the hell is Dossum always on? I also didn't know how to approach that question. Uh, chair, usually. I pace sometimes, though. I'm pretty nervous. That weed-infused Colorado <laughs> air. Yeah, it's clearly infused with the weed. Yeah. We spread it throughout the atmosphere last year. Sweet. That's exactly what we did. That explains why I became really stupid. <laughs> uh, well. Seriously, though, I uttered the phrase, I know he's a hot man, or whatever <laughs> I said a couple minutes ago. This podcast was founded on uh, Kenji Butt, so. That is, I, God, I missed that. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I love wearing my I Heart Kenji about Suda shirt in public because it confuses people. When we were working on the gallery, I just wore all we were working on it. Like, like, why aren't people commenting on the fact that I'm wearing a shirt that says I Heart Japanese Mail? <laughs> this is a conversation piece. Uh, I Heart uh, Japanese Mail. It's like the best shirt. <laughs> like, it's just funny that we have that as a shirt. Truth. And now it's time for um, Final Thingies MP3. Final Thingies! My favorite MP3, except all the other ones. Okay, um, so caption contests will probably be up for next week. Participate in that. You can still frill, frill, frill. You can still fur fro. You, st- uh, you can feel free to still send in Twitter questions if you want to. I know it didn't work out so well, but I'm not saying never send them in. And I'm there might be that Facebook thing, maybe. So just well, if we do the Facebook question this week, there won't be a caption. So we'll oh, we'll figure that man. out off air though. So Aerosol just issued an ultimatum. No, I'm just kidding. Well, what? No, he's an ultimato. Saying- you either give me the whole tomato, or I'm leaving. What? I don't know. Tomato. Why isn't there a tomato writer? It's a fruit. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Don't question me. (laughs) 